Welcome to the DermVet Podcast. I'm Dr. Ashley Bourgeois, a board-certified veterinary dermatologist practicing in Portland, Oregon with animal dermatology clinics. I'm also a mom of two, just trying to find the balance like everyone else. Let's learn to ditch the itch, cytology, everything, and make derm more fun than frustrating. Going back to the basics, what is a derm minimum database? This is extremely important because we want to make sure we are not missing easy things. We often just assume that every case that walks in the door that's pruritic or erythematous is allergies. And that is a lot of what we see as dermatologists, but there are other things that can be present as well. And so it's important that we realize that going back to our basic diagnostic test is a great place to start and not overlook things that might be easy fixes. And so for me, when I was in school, before I did an internship, before I did a residency, when I was a student, I remember learning scrape plug smear. I think we all learned scrape plug smear. Um, And I want to make sure we go through that and really understand the importance of doing that because I get it. We're in busy clinical practices and especially you guys in general practice in emergency medicine. It is so crazy and you have so many things you're juggling at once, you know, way beyond just dermatology cases. So kind of remembering to go back to the basics when you're just trying to put out fires all day can be really, really tough. Um, So why does scrape plug smear matter? And actually... What I like to teach is not just scrape pluck smear. I like scrape pluck smear and biopsy if weird. (laughs) I don't know. Rhymes work for me. Um, Scrape pluck smear is really important because it's just going to things that give us easy solutions, easy answers. And, And that includes if it's a negative, right? Like negative results are still results. And I think we often forget that. So scrape. You know, I'll be honest, I do not scrape every single patient that walks in the door, but I have only done dermatology now for over a decade, which, yes, thank you very much, makes me sound very old. But I am pretty comfortable looking at cases and really prioritizing whether I think the case should be scraped or not. Now, I get lots of negative scrapes. Even when I do them, I don't find mites that much anymore um, with the isoxazoline family out there. But I just diagnosed Demodex yesterday, um, and you guys actually probably find it more than me because you're seeing a lot of really young dogs. Um, and that's the case I saw it in yesterday. It was a young dog. Um, that was a doctor within the clinics, especially hospitals, dog. Um, but it's really important because we want to be able to make sure we're finding things like Demodex in these young dogs so we can get them treated appropriately and, you know, don't put them on medications that aren't necessary like corticosteroids, antibiotics, if there's no infection that's there. So when we talk about scraping, and I have previous podcast episodes about scraping, usually we're thinking of for Demodex doing deep scrapes. So bleeding is usually what we're taught, but really it's kind of squeezing. So if we make them bleed a little bit, maybe we feel more confident that we're getting some of that deep um, material because Demodex likes to live kind of deeper on the hair follicle and the hair follicle, but really squeeze. So I scrape, 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 give them a little raspberry. I squeeze from down below and then I'm kind of scooping up what I uh, squeeze. You want to make sure to take multiple spots 
and I go back multiple times in the same area. Um, now for more superficial things like scabies or notoedries, a lot of the things that are more itchy and kind of live in the epidermis, you need superficial scrapings. And as I'm sure you all probably know, um, just because you don't find something like scabies does not mean it's not there. It's awesome if you find it. There's no way that should be normal. No way that should be part of the normal flora and you have your answer. But several cases I've had to treat and Nowadays, most of us use off-label isoxazolines for our mites because it is so effective and well-tolerated, and most of these cases need to be on good flea control anyway. Um, so finding things like ectoparasites are really important because they're treatable, right? Like, awesome. The recent case of DemonX I treated, doctor was super excited because hopefully that meant she wasn't going to have an allergic pug, but just one was something that we could get her through and be done with. Um, so that's why it's really important that we're scraping. And yes, I still scrape them, even if, you know, the the um, paper says they're on some sort of isaxazoline because I've had owners stop it, forget it, not give, certain ones have to be given with food, not give it with food, and they're not absorbing it as well. So it is still a really important thing to rule out as a possibility. So scrape, find those ectoparasites, find those mites. Um, Pluck. So this can kind of go to lots of different things. You can do trichograms, like if you have areas you don't feel comfortable scraping. But traditionally, I think of pluck as plucking hairs to do something like a DTM. Um, so making sure we don't miss things like dermatophyte. Again, I do not pluck and do dermatophyte tests on every single case that walks in the door, but I feel pretty confident and comfortable based on the history and what's been done. Um, but it is not wrong to do a test and have it come back negative. I have lots of DTM, um, PCR slash, uh, you know, fungal cultures through DTM that come back negative, it's a really important rule out for us to have because dermatophyte is something that can look like anything. Sometimes we call it the great mimicker in dermatology. There's a few diseases we call that, but it really can look like anything. People want it to look like this perfect ring, but most of the times it's not. You know, it's that crusty young cat. It's that dog with the um, hair loss and lichenification on the muzzle because it's got trichophyton. Um, it's really young social animals. It's really old animals that are immunosuppressed. So it's really um, a good idea to be doing DTM if you think it's a possibility because that is a disease that is contagious to us as people and we want to make sure we identify that. If you do a cytology and you're seeing lots of pyogranulomatous inflammation and you're not finding a lot of bacteria, um, definitely doing something like a fungal culture and PCR and I have a whole another podcast episode going through the clinical consensus on diagnostics and treatment of dermatophyte you can look up, but it's really important that we're ruling that out as a possibility, which is kind of what that PLUCK stands for. So scrape pluck and then work to smear. So smear is my love and most dermatologists love and that is cytology, whether you smear or tape or whatever. So collecting cytology, which we have several episodes on as well, um, that is a way that we're looking to see what the skin is doing as far as infection, types of inflammation, are there neoplastic cells. Now this is something I do pretty much in every case to the point where my techs are almost concerned if I don't cytology a case, if it, if it's abnormal, if they're licking, if they're chewing, if it's uh, alopecic, if it's erythematous, if it's scaly, if it's crusty, pretty much all of these I am collecting a cytology for and rechecking cytology when these cases are coming back and they're doing really well to make sure all those microscopic, uh, microscopic organisms are gone because sometimes they look a lot better but there's still some there and we have to extend our treatment. So I'm almost always rechecking these in the clinic. 
so that I know when I can end my treatment or I know if we need to do other diagnostic steps because maybe we've cleared up the infection but there's still a lot of lesions there and now I know I need to do something like biopsy which I don't know if I had include necessarily in the minimum database but I do think it's important to say biopsy if it's weird when I teach about cytology I always try to make the point that I don't expect you to understand every little thing that maybe me where I look at several slides all day every day would pick up on if you can feel comfortable saying infection yes or no so is there bacteria or yeast weird because that gets you a lot right if there's a lot of infection is it yeast or bacteria if it's a lot of yeast we're not going to do a culture that doesn't make sense but if it's a lot of bacteria and they're not responding to our treatment plan then yeah, of course, then we're going to consider culturing because we might have a methicillin-resistant staph or pseudomonas infection. If there are lots of lesions on that pet, but there's not much infection under the microscope, but there's lots of neutrophils and weird cells, and then we biopsy. So really, if you can use this minimum database just to guide you in the right direction, it doesn't mean you're going to necessarily have the answer. It doesn't mean that you're going to exactly know what's going on, but you use them as tools to guide you. And that's what the whole purpose of the, these minimum databases are, is to guide you. Okay, we don't have mites. Great. We have infection. Okay, let's clear that up. Now our infection's clear, but there's still a lot of lesions on the pet. Well, that's kind of weird. When I look at my cytology, I'm not really finding infection, but I'm seeing a ton of neutrophils and macrophages, and I don't know what to make of that. Well, then you're going to biopsy or refer. So use these tools as ways to guide you. Dermatology can be complicated because we have lots of different things that affect us. We have infection that complicates things. We can have pets that have multiple problems like multiple allergies. You know, the patient I saw yesterday came in and it's a dog I've been managing for Pemphigus for a couple years now and has done traditionally well on his, his protocol, which has been azathioprine with some lotosteroid. The owner came in saying he's flaring. Um, but when I looked at him, the lesions didn't look like his typical lesions. So I collected a sample and I saw bacteria, but not a lot of inflammation, no acanthalytic keratinocytes. It was all in his abdomen, which had never been the case before. And he was kind of licking and chewing, which had never been the case before with his pemphigus. And yes, pemphigus can be itchy, but that this was just not his typical presentation. So as I talked to the owner, I'm looking, I see my cytology just shows infection. I'm like, this doesn't match up. So then I use that minimum database to guide me. So then I start to say, okay, distribution wise, abdomen, itchy, that's kind of strange. Well, I had always written in his record that he was on NextGuard. And so when I start to talk to the owner, is he still on NextGuard? You know, because that might help me rule out something like mites or an allergic hypersensitivity. No, he's been on so many meds. I kept meaning to ask you. I wasn't sure if I should keep giving it or not. Well, turns out this dog has not been on his flea control for a really long time. And right when these lesions developed, just a little bit before that, they got a new kitten. And so probably the kitten is giving this dog some flea exposure and he's probably sensitive to it and he's more becoming pyritic and getting a pyoderma from his flea allergy. So I use my minimum database even when I'm rechecking these cases because cases can change even for me as a dermatologist. It would be easy to say, oh yeah, those look like, yeah, he's red inflamed. Okay, great. In increases steroids. But that didn't really make sense for him because his lesions didn't match. His cytology didn't match. So you use this, uh, this Durham Minimum database all the time 
to guide your rechecks, to guide your chronic cases, to guide your new cases. You know, I've re-biopsied cases and gotten different diagnoses because you can have more than one disease. I've had to re-biopsy because I'm like, that doesn't match what we've seen before. Now it's something totally different. So make sure that you are using these tools. And that's why we get these cute little sayings like scrape, pluck, smear, biopsy if weird, because it just reminds you to rely on the simple things. A lot of these tests we get back pretty quickly. We can really guide what we need to do. I've had plenty of cases where they come in with lots of infection. I'm like, well, let's just treat the infection first. They come back, the infection's clear on cytology, but they're still lesional, so then we biopsy. So you really can put together this puzzle using these tools. But it's important that we realize not every patient who walks in is a dog with allergies and infection. And even if they are, I'd just be happy if you guys do cytology to identify the infection. So I just think that was really important to cover. I'm getting a lot of questions, you know, through social media and stuff about some some basic diagnostics. And I want to make sure that I'm giving you really tangible content that helps you in your daily derm practice. And I love going over the complicated diseases and having a lot of these interviews with amazing other specialists and doctors, but I also think it's important to make sure that we're really, really good at those foundational concepts so that over time you get more confident in making sure you do your scrapes when you feel like you need to, you do your cytologies in almost every case, you do your DTMs when you need to, you biopsy if it's weird or refer if it's weird. And then you will just help so many patients get on the right path with their dermatologic disease. So I hope that's really helpful. Reach out if you like some of these more simple episodes um, that just kind of go through some of these foundational concepts of dermatology because I want to make sure I'm giving you guys the concept, the information that you need to make your dermatology practice better.